and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. Yeah, it's the Brad and Brit cast. Glad you're with us. Thursday, we try harder. So you benefit, you win, you win. Uh, got a list here, Britt. Um, I hope that list includes your picks for the U.S. Open, one of golf's majors. It's going on right now as we speak. And who do you well, like yeah, in that, that one? That guy who hits it far. Oh, yeah, I like him this time, too. Yeah, I think he's the guy. All right, list time. I haven't paid any attention I haven't to either. it, but I did, I did hear one rather remarkable uh, nugget of, of information because they're playing it in Los Angeles. What is this? The LA country club. It's a big That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. And they said that the real estate that is eaten up by that golf course is worth a hundred billion dollars. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> in LA. So uh, my, my, my suggestion is replace your divots. It's expensive. It's expensive grass. The guy who, uh, the guy who signed that deal with Liv, the guy who was part of the merger, he came down with a serious, uh, right. kind of mysterious right. ailment, right? Yes, yes, he did. I think he may have come down with that horrible disease. Want to spend more time with family disease? <laughs> <laughs> I have hypochondritis. I won't yeah. be able to make it out for a while. So if you guys yeah. could, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> Here's here's the list. Wheel of right wingers. Oh yeah. He could have been a contender. Will Walt flip to every Trump turn 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 on him. And stupidest move of the week in Congress. And of course that is a uh, very very subjective and it's tough subject to lots of other ideas, but I just I just picked this one. Do the uh, Wheel of Right Wingers. All right. We have uh, avoided really the big news story of this week. Pat Sajak saying he's put in his 41 years at Wheel of Fortune. And it certainly was a uh, a fortunate gig for him, was it not? Well, it's a good and, gig. Uh, on he moves. Uh, 76 yeah. years old. Now, do you recall... At what point yeah. we were suspecting and then we became sure that Pat Sajak was a right-wing piece of shit. What do you remember when that <laughs> was? A, I don't remember. It was just a, it's just a Yeah, I think this was another thing where he put out a couple of smart-ass um, tweets, I think. Yeah. Pat Sajak, you, you might recall, was the guy who sort of kind of a little bit but not really replaced Adrian Cronauer, who was the subject of the movie Good Morning Vietnam. Really? Played by Robin Williams in that film. Yeah, he uh, he went over and he was on Armed Forces Radio back in the day. And when they got rid of Adrian Cronauer uh, unceremoniously, he sort of was the guy that took over for him. Hmm. And by the way, doesn't this just feel like something that Ryan Seacrest is going to slide into? That obsequious, guileful piece of garbage. Ryan, doesn't this feel like his gig? Um. I hadn't even thought of that name, but I certainly yeah. cannot discount it. I I think that this position, host of Wheel of Fortune, apparently, is the province 
of right wingers. Now, I'm not saying that if you really like Wheel of Fortune, if you're a viewer, you must be a conservative and you must be stupid and you don't have anything better to do with your time. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that that hour of syndicated programming put out by Sony, first Wheel of Fortune, followed by Jeopardy, one of those is a, a little bit intellectually superior mm-hmm. to the other one. I believe it would be Jeopardy, but that's not the point. That's I don't want point. to go after. This is not about going after Pat Sajak, and therefore I'm going after you, the viewer of Wheel of Fortune. Well, I think you're also referring to Chuck Woolery, the former host, who is also exactly. a fantastic, huge right-wing piece of shit who puts out all sorts of ridiculous, provocative tweets on a regular oh, he's basis. Been a, yeah, he's been a Trumper all the way through. So uh, my list includes the uh, my pillow guy. Yeah. And I know this is crazy. It's not likely. But the one job in broadcasting that would pay Tucker Carlson more than he was making oh, yakking five nights a week on Fox News as sure. host of Wheel of Fortune, right? Plus, it's, a huge, it's a huge paying job. Plus, so. he's got that large family. He'd be able to spend more time at home raising those children, which is so important. Yeah. yeah. Now, I wonder, this, 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 let's play the game here for a moment. If he said, all right, I'm done with political everything, and I, I like this idea. It's easy. You know, you they record several of those shows in a day, right? They probably work one week out of the month. I don't know what the schedule is. It's, it's a lot easier than having to be somewhere every night, five nights a week. It's just I it. think the taping schedule is four days a month. Oh. I believe that's how they work. They do five, hmm. and then they do five, and then the next week they come back, they do five, yeah. and they do five. I think that's how right. that works. All right, so it's a sweet game. Oh, Oh, it's the best, Jerry. The By best. All right. Now, for instance, when um, Bob Barker stepped down, right, mm-hmm. and they named a new host, it wasn't a game show host, was it? No, it was Drew it was, Carey. It was a comedian, have, yeah. And, and he's done great at it. He's The show is as what, whatever it is. It's, it's the same way. And say what you want about Tucker Carlson, and I would if I had more time. <laughs> but he does have he does have TV skills. He does have teleprompter skills. He has yeah. all those kinds of things. So so from a technical standpoint, he could do it. Would Rupert Murdoch and no. Fox Corporation object if he went and started to do that? Oh, this is a, I mean, it's a silly discussion. If they could kick him to the curb that way. Yeah. And I mean, the demographic that he appeals to would not be necessarily offended by him Ooh. per se. I think they'd eat it up. I think that is the Fox demographic that watches Wheel of Fortune. Yeah, Yeah, there's a huge overlap there. Britt, do you know any libs that watch Wheel of Fortune? Oh, sure. I mean, I mean, my mom, my mom watches it, but I mean. Oh, but she's a legacy. She's a legacy, Britt. Sure. She she was watching it before there was any hint that, that, that Pat Sajak was ready to exit that job and become you ready chairman of hillsdale college that's his next gig brit is it really yes it is well you know they greased the skids they they greased the skids very nicely for his daughter to take over vanna's spot his daughter is a very attractive young lady who's done like some stuff tangentially with wheel for their online shit Uh, yeah so she's a nepo letter turner 
It's right. true. And and you'll notice that Vanna has been not made any announcement either. I mean, she's not nearly the same age as Pat, but she's also not a spring chicken. And, you know, she would after 41 years, you would think, man, maybe she would think about doing something else and going out and traveling yeah. to going to the Bahamas or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But no, she's still hanging in there. Yeah, you, you thought they'd be like Johnny and Ed, that when Johnny left, Ed left. That's it. That was it. Yeah. That was just, just done. All right, so Pat Sajak is 76. He's been on the board of hillsdale college as uh, vice president since 2003 who knew wow. that what what exactly would that job entail uh what? your kid is too stupid to go here here's another ten thousand dollars your kid just got into hillsdale just in case uh I, you're not aware of the geography here uh hillsdale college which is a private christian school was founded in 1844 and it's 70 miles southwest of ann arbor or as they like to say at Hillsdale, home of the enemy, Michigan. The for, a, enemy. For, for a different reason than, than, than I might not. <laughs> wow. That's, that's weird. Yeah. Now, uh, last year, and you can find this. It's easy to find. It's everywhere. Uh, he posed for a picture with Marjorie Taylor Greene with his arm around her. All Good right? for him. Yeah. Not that there was any doubt. But, Britt, I think... To let bygones be bygones, of course, we wish Pat well. Oh, no. His success is my success. There's no exactly. question about it. I mean, exactly. 41 years. All right. Enough of He used, he used to own some radio stations up in the Delmarva right. area, too. I don't know if he tossed those or not. Uh, He's probably smart enough to get rid of those. Probably so. I would oh, hope so. I hope somebody in his life said, please move. Yeah. Move on. All right. Uh, we have the actual cause of inflation, at least – according to the folks who run the great country of Sweden. Okay. All right. The uh, chief economist for uh, Danska Bank in Sweden say it's Beyonce's fault. Her tour was so big in Sweden that two-tenths of a percentage point of inflation was added to the country's economic numbers last month because everyone paid such high prices for hotels Jesus. and restaurants and tickets. This is according to the Financial Times and Politico and the BBC. A lot of reporting and none of this. Uh, well, here's a story we haven't verified it yet at NBC. I love that. Don't you love when they do that? It is, but it's but, kind of it's kind of crazy when you're yeah, a performer yeah, and yeah. you have a sh- and it. And- it makes economic news and it moves economic numbers. I mean, you know, you're a big deal at that point, right? Right. And uh, Sweden's inflation is a lot worse than ours right now. In May, it was 8.2%, and that's excluding energy. Um, and they're worried that next month, Bruce Springsteen is coming. Same effect. I very, I very just popular. bought I just dropped I, uh, I dropped cash on Pearl Jam tickets for Indianapolis for September. How much? These are not. Would you like to guess? Because these are not good seats. These are. I think they're going to be at a, one of those outdoor places, and I think these are going to be lawn seats. How much do you think I paid? Oh, lawn seats, uh, one seventy-five. You're in the ballpark. I think I was around two ten, two twenty for this, and I was using something that. Only people who do what I do and what I, they've got those special things where you can get discounts for people like me, for semi-public servants and so forth. Uh, I was able to get those tickets uh, through that. 
I think just, you ought to turn around. You could get ten thousand for him right now. <laughs> I don't know what you're uh, the last, uh, let me just say this, the last three shows I've seen at Pearl Jam were in Oklahoma City, Atlanta, and Greenville, South Carolina. Now, do you understand why I will never forgive Pat McCrory for having for making them cancel a show that was 40 miles from my back door? Do you understand? It's been seven years, and I will never and, let it go. Wait, and in seven years, they haven't come back around? Not here. They wow. haven't played it, it, a, as far wow, as a I, grudge. They're holding is, the grudge forever beyond Pat McCrory. Well, they just haven't played in North Carolina that much this century. I think it's four times this century. Yeah. <sighs> and one of those was a John Kerry fundraiser in the uh, 2004 election in Asheville. Oh, I'm so I'm dying, but it's like a nine hour drive up to Indy and then we're coming back. And it's the first Airbnb experience I've ever had either. Let's see. Who else is having problems this week? Bill Cosby. More lawsuits oh, really? against him. Yep. Yeah. You hate to see that happen, right? One of the good guys. Here's the headline. Bill Cosby sued by nine more women. It's because Nevada mm-hmm. just eliminated their statute of limitations <laughs> on on civil cases. Let me just ask you this. Where did they get OJ? Where did, did they get them? Yeah, in Nevada. Just saying. Just well, saying. Las Vegas Review Journal says these alleged assaults happened between 1979 and 1992. That would be the peak of Bill Cosby, right? The Cosby show was the 80s. Yeah, well, it was 80, 85, 86. That was the number there one show on television, yeah, by far. There you go. Yeah. So the moral of the story is don't get too big of a hit show because you might use it to your advantage <laughs> that's the problem here i think that is he was just as successful and had to be brought down a peg yep yep <laughs> that you once again let's go to walt watch as you referred to uh, you didn't refer to it as such but that's how i wrote it down walt um, watch his name is waltine <laughs> we shortened it to walt those of us who were knowing well just call him walt like Disney. Yeah. yeah. So this is the most bizarre part of this whole thing this week, right? Because they they asked the judge, well, uh, um, can Trump keep his passport? Yes. Um, are you going to restrict his travel in the United States even? No. All right. Now, those two things just in and of themselves yeah turn the there is a dual system of justice in this country and it's not fair yes there is a dual system of justice and it is unfair to everyone else based (laughs) on that standard because anyone else where the word espionage is even in the same area code would have their passport taken away as a flight risk especially if that person owned a gigantic airplane that could fly him out of the country. There's a a double standard with justice country, and it goes definitely in favor of Donald Trump and the people like him. Yeah, it's a double standard, Brit, and it's not fair. (laughs) It's not fair. (laughs) Now, if he tried to get out in the the middle of the night, you know, they would have to go buy some duct tape and, and cover up that that name on the plane don't you think <laughs> it wouldn't be hard to find that one anywhere but but uh if he decided i'm out of here and i'm i'm gonna fly 
And I don't know whether that that plane is is uh, capable of flying all the way to to Europe or or to the Middle East or somewhere like that nonstop because it is an old plane. Um, but let's assume that that it is um, Russia. Russia. They would, to, right. they would have to fly to Russia, I guess. Exactly, and I don't. I don't think that plane could ever make it all the way to, to Moscow. That's a really long flight. You got to fly all the way over past Europe. That that would not happen. But here's the point. The point is that anyone else accused of espionage, you're held without bail, without bond. That guy Teixeira from a couple months ago up in Massachusetts, the 19 or 20 year old uh, guy who just had had everything on his computer and was sharing it and it was part of this big gaming mm-hmm. uh, thing he had with other people you think he's walking the streets right now brit do you think he's available to go to the red sox game tonight no first pitch oh no. first pitch you'll be out there yeah all right so so trump is allowed to travel and of course it would have been delightful if the judge would have said you are confined to palm beach county florida only oh the but your honor it's too, would have been delight- it's too, oh, I, you mean i can't go to a rally in fucked up arkansas next it's saturday too, it's yeah. it's too hot down here I, I i summer in new jersey your honor yeah it's too hot we get back, back to uh, getting dirty and gritty yeah get back to uh waltine our friend waltine all right so uh the one provision that the judge announced in court the magistrate announced is that trump and his aide walt nauta the guy who gets him diet cokes and takes care of every one of his probably disgusting personal needs we really don't want to know any more than the diet coke one right beyond that um they're not allowed because they're co-defendants and they're accused of conspiracy together. They're not allowed, even though theoretically they're going to be together a lot uh, to talk about the case or coordinate or collaborate or any of those words that Trump was completely cleared of in his relationship with Russia, Russia, Russia. He didn't do anything wrong, Brit, most innocent man ever. But uh, some of the reporting that I've seen said, and this is delightful. Apparently, the judge probably didn't even have to say that to Trump because apparently he doesn't speak to this guy anyway about anything ever, except to say, get this, get that, do this. In other words, is that you're you're missing you're you're missing the update on the story that very recently Walt has moved to the big boy table. He now is invited to have dinner at Trump's table instead of just bringing him ketchup and stuff. Well, but the night before, the night before the arraignment, yeah, says the Washington Post, he was not, yeah, at the table. Guess what happened the night of the the arraignment? Guess what happened the night after the arraignment? Guess yeah. who was sitting at the table uh, with the birthday boy? All right, so let's 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 think like Trump. Only Trump would think that that difference, right? Not at the table one night, at the table the next night. That's enough to convince a guy whose life is on the line. He's 40. He's got a life ahead of him, or he should, or he, he might should. think he does. He's about to throw it all away. And he's about to throw it all away, allegedly, to take the fall 
and, and, and by the way, he's still going to go down no matter what he does. He needs to cop a plea. He needs to come up. And by but the, he doesn't have to lied. go all the way. He doesn't have to go all the way down with the plane. He doesn't have to. He can pull up the nose if he wants to. Walt, you can do it. You don't have to do this. I mean, so you're, he's your co-defendant and he's a a servant like a uh, hop sing on bonanza like uh hop sing <laughs> like char like uncle charlie on my three sons yes <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh we are going to hell like, we uh, we got a first class we got a first class ticket don't we not like the, the other, sassy, the not, not like the sassy Florence on uh, the Jeffersons, though. Wait, Definitely wait, not I that. I got the worst one of all. You ready? Hazel. <laughs> Hazel's bad. <laughs> I'll go from a reference only thirty years old. Jeffrey on uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Okay, that's, uh, but that's ha what Hazel is sixty years old, huh? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> huh? Oh, wait a minute. You ready? Rochester. Oh, yes, oh, Mister Benny. Yes, boss. <laughs> But here, here's the difference. The relationship, apparently, between Jack Benny, the great comedian, yeah. and uh, Eddie Anderson, who played Rochester, apparently, they were very close. They were really good friends. Jack Benny was one of the, apparently one of the most decent, great people ever. Compare that yeah. to Trump. Well, compare that. It's not even close. It's he's, not, he's not supposed to talk about the case. Now, he's ignored every other instruction from the court. He's not listening to his attorneys at all. So right. he's obviously talking about the case. And if it's not him directly, it's somebody with the Trump organization or the family calling up Walton saying, look, if you mm. just shut up. We'll, 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 you're going to be taken I'll, care of. You're going to be taken care I, of. Everything will be fine. I'm not quite sure that that's still playing. Oh, out. I hope you're he right. Actually, he, wait, he actually has himself a couple of really good lawyers, the kind of lawyers who would never represent Trump. And wow. one of them, one of them is Stanley Brand. You may recognize that name. He's been, uh, I believe, the president of minor league baseball for a long time. He okay. represented, he represented uh, George Stephanopoulos. Um, he's represented, uh, let's, you ready? He was general counsel to the U.S. House under Tip O'Neill. All right. So okay. he's, he's got some experience. He's been right. around for a Wait, minute. So, but that, the point is, so he... He's got lawyers that Trump could only dream of. And Brand is partners with this other guy. But here's the problem. Apparently, uh, Walt has already lied to the FBI once. Uh, so he's got he's got the uh, Michael Cohn problem, which, of does. course, is ridiculous, which is, oh, if you don't tell the truth one time and you're scared shitless at the beginning of a case, oh, that must mean you'll never, ever tell the truth and everything you say is tainted the rest of your life. And that's bullshit. Okay. Well, it's because there's stuff he could say that would be verifiable. Uh, so yeah. if Mr. Brand is giving Mr. Nauta the, the kind of counsel you and I think he's giving him, his advice will be run your mouth now. Start talking and do not stop. Here is paper. If you need a computer, if you need to from somebody to transcribe, you need to run your effing mouth right now. Details, details, details. I want to know when he took a shit. I want to know when he came out of the bathroom. I want to know when he picked his nose. I want to know every just start talking your ass off if you want to save any piece of your life right now while teen nauta. Here's a name that we haven't heard for a while because we don't watch right-wing media all that often. Joe DeGeneva, remember him? He was Trump's attorney uh, 55 
scandal cycles ago, right? And uh, he said Trump is the biggest idiot in the world. He's the biggest idiot in the world. He's made a terrible mistake. He's a difficult client. I know him. I've dealt with him. He's a stubborn man. He has a tendency to, you ready? Breaking news. He thinks he's always right. He was advised by people close to him who were not the lawyers who were working on the case not to be cooperative. That was a terrible mistake. And when you find out, Britt, that he took the advice over everyone else of Tom Fitton, that judicial watch crank, that right wing, just he's not a piece of shit. He's a pile of shit. Well, he Tom has been Fitton, at, for people, at the bottom of more conspiracy theories oh, it than has you been. can imagine. Now, Tom Fitton, in case you don't know, he went to the same law school that Brad and I went to. He has the exact same law degree, and he passed the same bar that you and I did. The University of Nothing? Right. <laughs> it's not, you have attorneys who you hire telling you one thing, and you're paying a lot of money, allegedly. And then you have this guy who has about as much law degree as, I don't know, the guy that scrubbed up the McDonald's toilet yesterday. Whose advice will you take? That's Tom Fitton, all the way. And and by the way, this isn't about laws, law degrees or not law degrees, okay? Because remember, remember credentials in in Trump world, in that whole sphere, have nothing to do with education or where you went to law school. It's uh, are you a right winger? Do you believe in the cause? Do you believe that owning the libs is what matters? And you surely must know by now the story that Trump did have a lawyer a year and a half ago who said, let's settle this. Let's get this done. Let's talk yep. to the government. Let's, let me go let, to let me, let me go to Merrick Garland. Let me just try to do let, anything we can to let, try to de-escalate this. And Trump said, no, nope. Tom Fitton says, let's fight it out. All right. Um, there, there's just nothing left. No, there is. There is nothing left and i was trying to think because clearly we're all going to be obsessed here about uh judge cannon and her lack of experience and what you would think normally would be the kind of lack of confidence that the public would have in her to the point where she would recuse herself which she won't right um but i was thinking you know putting someone like her who has less than two weeks of actual trial experience as a judge. She's, she's uh, been involved in like 240 cases and 237 of them pleaded out like right. federal cases usually do. So she's only heard three or four cases um, that, you know, that is like me. Okay. That's like me refereeing intramural basketball games for 10 years. And then suddenly I'm refereeing the Super Bowl. I'm out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm refereeing the Super Bowl. I shouldn't be, no. but somehow my name came up. They drew it out of a hat. Yay! Yeah, yeah. I'm there. It's sad. It's just sad. I mean, as you as you pointed out, the case is not dependent on Walt not a turning any evidence or turning on Trump, but there are certain loops that can be closed and it would be more helpful for the government 
to have him start running his mouth. And it's going to be more helpful for him. But again, you wonder if there's anybody in his life that will tell him, you need to do this. You need to start yakking right now. You you always say that, and I always smack you down. But in this case, because he's not someone with a last name Trump, and he's not someone who is a political person, and he doesn't hold an office, he's not a representative, he's not a senator, he's not a governor, he doesn't have that kind of stake in doing the right thing or not doing the right thing, I think you may have hit on it that there's a much greater chance that he will take intelligent advice from outside Trump world and and Donald Trump himself. And I don't know whether Trump will have set up some kind of communication or when I blink once, it means yes. When I blink twice, it means no. Somebody needs to tell Waltine, this is your last exit right here. I mean, this is a a point of no return. This is is all you got because you're, you're hanging on by nothing. Ask buddy over here is going to be doing whatever he does and his alleged millions of dollars. You don't have millions of dollars. He's not going to give you millions of dollars. He may say he is, but he's a fucking liar. Do you want to be G Gordon Liddy? You want to go to jail for how long was Liddy in jail? Like 10 years or something? Yeah, like, like 10 years time. or something like that. Stupid, just stupid macho shit. Just yeah. stupid. And his reward was he got to be on garbage AM stations for life. Hey, what? Can you hold? Can you hold your hand over a candle? Jesus, are you tough? You were in the. Was he in the Marines? Uh, He was in Navy. Navy. He was a Navy cook. That's what he was. Culinary expert in the United States Navy. So he knows how to make Navy beans. That's about it. No, he's gonna have. I don't know if he can make him in jail or not, though. Yeah. Time to start talking, Walt. All right, so. I was looking and thinking about the list of things that Walt will be called when he finally does the right thing and turns state's evidence against Trump to uh, save himself. So there's there's rat, there's stool pigeon, there's turncoat, there's loser, there's incompetent, there's lightweight, there's houseboy. And at a certain point, Trump always will make an ethnic slur. He'll get it in there. uh, Walt uh, is from Guam. So Trump will probably make some, he's not even American, which he is, but he'll say something stupid. What do you think? what, What insults do you think will be thrown at Walt's feet? I don't know. Uh, I just, he's going to, he's just going to be called stupid. I know if he doesn't stupid. do the right thing. Yeah. Just, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He doesn't idiot. know what's good for him. Yeah. He's not, everybody's an idiot. Everybody's everybody who, who goes like Bill Barr is now uh stupid and fat. Uh, <laughs> you know, Bill Barr is like the, the stupidest and the fattest. So, okay, whatever. God, whatever we're doing uh, here. Stupidest move of the week in Congress. And that's a tough one. That's a tough one. <laughs> There's been some good ones. Let's, let's head up to the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Hello. Representative Tom Massey. You've you've probably heard of him. He's the guy who had the most exciting and lovely picture of his family all holding AK-47s that he Massey. sent out as a Christmas card. He was, yeah, that's him. Massey was the guy that kind of saved the debt limit deal a couple of weeks ago. He was kind uh, of that guy. 
He's been attacking the Biden administration and the Department of Justice in response to the indictment. He claims it's politically motivated, on and on. He goes, same shit. Uh, He's accused of... On Monday, Massey claimed that the Constitution allows members of Congress to read aloud any of the documents that Trump had in his house. Massey said, all right, so here's what he tweeted. For what it's Mm -hmm. worth, under the Constitution, no member of Congress can be prosecuted for reading aloud on the floor any of the documents Trump allegedly has copies of. In response, Democratic activist Kim Harris posted this. Go try. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Massey. (laughs) Make my day. Yeah, yeah. Um. So you're on the KGB mafia payroll, too, huh? The Saudis send you money, huh? So why would you do that? Is that some kind of loyalty, blood oath that you're extending to Trump? That not only is this an unjustified persecution and prosecution, but everything that you have in your possession i could read out loud and it just wouldn't matter so who do who did to you sir but what what are they thinking i don't know what are they thinking well they're they're trying to protect their boy uh and it's very clumsy and then it's it's either this or god we're gonna get joe biden and hunter biden you just wait till we get hunter biden we're gonna we're gonna get hunter biden for that thing that he did that Brit, we don't Brit, know. There are, seven, there are 17 recordings of Joe Biden taking $5 million in bribes. Don't you know that? We can't have... find them. We don't know where they exist. But I, I've been told, I hear that some people say <laughs> that they are there. And the great thing about that story, made up as it surely is, is that it, as always, turns upside down the reality of who is the grifter who will do anything for money correct that's right who is always motivated by money and of course it's it's trump i mean they're bragging that they raised several million dollars the other night after he gave his gettysburg address in gettysburg new jersey after being arrested. isn't that great he raised a lot of money and joe biden in his mid to late 70s all he cared about was that next $5 million, and he didn't care how he got it because that's the kind of guy Joe Biden is. And your impression of Joe Biden as not being specifically motivated by money is completely wrong. And Donald Trump is the guy who cares about our country. Donald Trump is the one who lost a son coming yeah. home from the war. Yeah, Donald Trump is the – so that's what the – the genesis, I think, of the $5 million bribe to Biden is it's again to turn reality on its head. Because remember, the truth is, in Trump's world, everybody's corrupt. Everybody's corrupt. And if everybody's corrupt, nobody's corrupt, except people that I tell you are corrupt. Corrupt, yeah. I alone can fix it, Brad. And he's the only one that can fix the corruption. And the way he's going to fix that corruption is to completely overrun the judicial system and the Justice Department 
and place people in there who will do the right thing. Clean it out. Clean it out. Six o'clock in the morning, blindfold on, bullet, back of the head, boom. You're not a U.S. attorney anymore, sir. You are food for the ages. You're going to be buried. Um, So from Monday to Thursday, which is where we are, week isn't over yet, I think you can detect a bit of a turn broadly by a lot of Republicans who are slowly but surely turning step by step away with one foot in, one foot out, and they want their bases covered because at this point you can't possibly not realize that the next indictment likely to be out of Washington with uh, Jack Smith 2.0, the revelations there will be as stark or more stark, and we already know so many of them from the January 6th committee, of Donald Trump trying to overturn the election and stage a coup at his own government, the one that he professes to want to be the president of, which he really doesn't want to be the president. He just likes that uh, little get-out-of-jail-free card that comes along with the gig. That's all he cares about. And people like you, Britt, people like me, you're watching us, you're listening to us, I assume you, you, you generally agree. It just, as the days go on and on and on and on, you cannot believe that there are people who have been uh, brainwashed, is I guess the only word, into believing that, that, that Trump has the interests of anyone in the country, the country itself, our future. Our nation's defense in thinking that the best interests of those will be served by me, Donald Trump, if I could just get a chance to get my hands on the levers of government, because I did so great. You just you cannot, as the days go on, believe that there are folks who who buy into it. But you know what? There are there are. He did. He did mention the Presidential Records Act of 1978 in that speech in Bedingfield, and what he said was, "I'm going to paraphrase. It's not even mentioned in the indictment. It's not even mentioned. <laughs> That's right, because they're not going after you based on that. Guess, it, 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 yeah. That's nothing to do. That's like I got a speeding ticket, Brad, and they didn't say anything about Plessy versus Ferguson in that speeding ticket. Can you believe that shit? Right, espionage and obstruction of justice, baby." Nobody says you did those, anything. Those are, the... those are two vows. Watch Wheel of Fortune tonight. They deal in vows. <laughs> nobody said that you broke. Nobody's even implying or even inferring that you broke the Presidential Records Act of 1978. It has nothing to do with this at all. That is the biggest of all red herrings, but they keep flopping that sucker out there, don't they? Yeah. <sighs> um, well, they're, they're left with a whataboutism defense, and this is going to be... A, a quick tell, I think, and I'm just uh, talking off the top of my little head here. I haven't heard anybody say this, but they probably have, and I haven't heard it. But when it first comes up, if it dares to come up, spoken by a lawyer 
to try to compare this in the whataboutism defense realm to other cases like the former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton with those those tapes in the sock drawer and thing. If the judge doesn't immediately, immediately shut that down and say, that's not part of this trial. This has nothing to do with it. That's you are it. out of line and the jury is instructed to forget they ever heard any, you know, one of those. If that doesn't happen, then there's trouble ahead. Yeah, you'll know there's the real trouble ahead. Yeah, you'll, you'll know the fix is in at that point. Like any any judge would and should. I mean, there's stuff that Lindsey Graham is saying on television that he would get laughed out of court trying to, to pull if he was under oath and trying a case. Um, and that's that's certainly that's certainly one tell. And then, of course, the timeline uh, is is another tell. And uh, a willingness to allow the argument that the subpoena was uh, ill-begotten and therefore uh, everything following that is ill-begotten, case closed, everybody go home. If that happens, that's it. Game over. I believe they call that poison fruit from a poison tree, Brad, in the legal right. circles. I believe that's what right. that's called. Right. Right. Now, if, if, if it even comes close to any of those kinds of things, um, you know, we've, we've got real, real trouble. Now, yeah. even if that were to happen, even if that were to happen, we know that the next two federal cases, and I think there are going to be two, one in New Jersey associated with the documents yeah. case here, yeah. and then the other one in Washington where there will not be a federal judge that was uh, appointed at the 11th hour by Donald Trump overseeing the case. It will not be a judge with little or no experience in federal criminal trials. It will not be someone who is automatically a member of the Federalist Society. And by the way, you could be a good judge having been a member of the Federalist Society. It is possible. And clearly the people above Miss Cannon in the 11th Circuit, many of them are members of the Federalist Society. They're basically right-wing judges, and even they smacked her down yeah. a few months ago. So it isn't a fait accompli. No, it is not. This just, this just happens to be the most egregious case of what on the surface is an unfit judge who does not have the confidence of the public because of her recent past behavior. I don't care about where her law degree came from. I don't care about, well, actually, I do care about the fact that she clerked for one of the most right-wingiest federal judges uh, in law school. She learned at the and her mentor, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he's he's one of those guys. So mm-hmm. she might ask him questions um, out of court when something comes up. What would you do? Now, again, that doesn't mean that this guy won't tell her the correct thing to do. 
he might actually bend over backwards to uh, make sure that that she doesn't do the wrong. We don't know. We never know. So we can sit here and and wring our hands and and I could tell you with confidence that I am going to be refereeing at the next Super Bowl. <laughs> but I don't think you will. But I I just don't I just don't think I have the the experience or the the pedigree 